from Sega Role Playing Games. This is Sword of Sega on RadioSega.net. Hello, good evening, and welcome to episode 12, is it? Yes, 12 of season 2 of Sword of Sega. Tonight, we're going to do things a little bit differently. I'm going to kind of let Auto DJ prime some music out because, you know, random, it works. And also, I'm joined by someone you might recognise, Forever Sonic, who is sitting over here. Do you want to say hello? Hello, everyone. Hello. Yeah, that's Forever Sonic. He's sitting over there. And do you still have technical issues? He's, he says he's open now, so that's good. We no longer have technical issues, which is pretty good. So yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of a random one. I usually write kind of what I'm going to say, but I haven't this week, so it is going to be pretty much unscripted, maybe uncensored, who knows, could be anything. Obviously tonight as well, we are going to continue on with our Sword of Sega role-playing adventure, but instead of continuing on with chapter 9, I think we're up to now, we're going to take a little break and go to the beach. And other serious things are going to happen as well, unfortunately. Things are getting serious now. Um, to start the show off, we played, or well, I played, we played, the Sega Mix from Sega Gaga, Gaga, and then we have from Shining Force Cross, Garuda Divine Bird, and tonight's a bit of a, a Sega Gaga night for me, I think, because that's a pretty random game. It's certainly one of the most random Sega RPGs out there, I can't think of anything else that's quite as random. So yeah, so we're going to kick off with whatever Auto DJ or Sam decides to play. But if you do have a request, then feel free to request anything from the back catalogue of Sega RPGs. It's still sort of Sega, so it's still RPGs. And there is a big list on the forum somewhere if you don't know the list of Sega RPGs, but there's quite a lot. I've already had some from a winner with you, so yay! You get experience points for that, by the way. So let's see where the night's going to take us now.
they're back again. We started off some, with some pretty good tracks that time, actually. I mean, I'm doing kind of random stuff with Auto DJ, but I have no idea what's coming next. Forever Sonic did tell me that I can press a button on Sam, like the Blue Arrow thing, and it'll tell me what's coming up next, but that spoils the fun, don't you think? It's more of a surprise when you have no idea what's coming up next. So in that batch, we started off with Full Faith from Yakuza 4, then we had Permafrost from Shiny Force Neo and Beloved John, sorry, John Paul from Sakura Tyson 2, which a winner was you and Resident SD quite like. I know it's a favourite, especially for Resident SD, so yeah, that was, a, that was a nice start. That was a nice start. So, hello to all of you who are listening in tonight, whether you are listening in live or you are going to be listening into the podcast later on. And of course, it wouldn't be an awesome show if we didn't have you guys in the IRC chatting with me. So, hello to myself. Hello. Forever Sonic, who is sitting behind me and waving. Say hello, Forever Sonic. Hello, Forever Sonic. Yeah, he says hello. Um, Resident SD, also here. Underscore Spondy, a winner with you. Biafra, CTR, Draco, Ein the Mercenary, who is going to betray us all as of next week. Fast Feet, Primus 55, Rabid Noodles, or Rabid Noodles. Are you a rabid, a raving rabid, or are you a rabid? Raven, yeah. You, you can tell me later. And also Rax with a Z on the end. Do you pronounce that Rax? Ra- ra- you can tell me that later too. Rosie Sonic 21, Shadow Lita, sorry, Shadix Alito Croft, Silver Sonic, who's not on Android, it's just one of him today. SJ, who Forever Sonic and I are meeting up with tomorrow, so we can go to the arcade and not play games because we're both skin. Um, Snake the Hedgehog. Is there supposed to be a G on the end there? Just, just asking. Then the Chaos Blue, who was standing in for M20 because he's stuck at school. Trekkie Voice, who was doing work, and Zonic Zone Cop, who does not have serious connection problems this week. So, congratulations to you. Yeah, I think Rabid Noodles is actually Rabid. Rabid Noodles. I think it's Rabies. Yes. We think so. So anyway, I'm gonna do some requests now, because we've had a few in, so that's good. Always good to have some. And of course, we'll see what Auto DJ wants to do as well. And behind me, Forever Sonic is playing with his laptop and his iPad. I'm gonna get him to sing later, maybe. Possibly. I think it was something embarrassing. But for now, let's start off with some Valkyria Chronicles as requested by A Winner With You.
there we had some of the requests from people in the IRC. We started off with Street Fighting from Valkyria Chronicles 1. Then we had Idola the Devil's Shadow from Fantasy Star Zero as requested by Iron Eagle Renato. Although I was just thinking a minute ago there actually that um, I've always pronounced it as Idola but it could be Idola for all I know. I'm not entirely sure. And then we had 7th Heaven from 7th Dragon 2020 Limited as Zonic Zone Cop wanted some, I assume, Hatsune Miku just to annoy people, but unfortunately Gabby isn't here so we can't annoy him with that. And it seems that everybody else actually likes Hatsune Miku, so there we go. So, today in the world of gaming, Diablo 3 came out, I believe. Was it yesterday or today? I don't know. It was today, wasn't it? It was last night. So everybody's going crazy over that. I can't afford it, so... And my PC definitely can't run it. No chance. So I'm not going to... I'm going to pretend that Diablo 3 doesn't exist, basically. So that leaves us with, of course, Episode 2 of Sonic 4. Now, I can't afford that either. Not at the moment. I'm saving up, probably. But um, Forever Sonic and I did download the demo when it eventually got live. And we had a little go with it. The annoying thing, actually, is that it's only a two-minute times demo, so... We basically just kept running through the same level over and over and over to see how far we could get in those two minutes. And I actually kind of liked it, it was kind of fun, but what did Forever Sonic think? Yeah, it was alright. Um, it's certainly different to the, the first one, um, especially with the combo moves. Uh, trying to tell, sometimes tell the difference between getting it to fly and to do the, dare I say it, the 69 roll combo move. Um, if you know where you're, I suppose the more you play it, the more you'll get familiar with it. But but yeah, the, the, the level we had in the demo was a lot longer than two minutes, despite all our efforts to um, to try and get through it. But I don't know, maybe we'll keep trying and buy it fairly soon. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it was kind of fun. And um, the other day we played through Sonic 3 as well, because Forever Sonic didn't realise that you could play that cooperatively with Tails as two-player and you didn't know you could fly as Tails and carry Sonic. So, yeah, we had fun with that. We discovered a lot of interesting bugs, didn't we? Um, I'm sure if you follow Forever Sonic on Twitter you'll see one of the lovely pictures that he took of Tails attempting to fly. Badly. Anyway, I'm going to move on with some music now. It's half past already, jeez. I'm going to probably start the RPG adventure up a bit early this week because there's a little bit to do, a little bit. So yeah, probably start that off soonish, maybe. But for now, we'll see what Auto DJ has planned for us.
You're listening to a, a rather sort of random uh, sort of Sega episode on this Wednesday evening. Playing you, of course, the music from Sega role-playing games. Uh, in that batch of music we had Shining Force, Resurrection of the Dark Dragon and some Japanese that I can't read because I do Japanese. Then we had Sakura Tyson, uh, Move Out, Imperial Floral Assault Group theme and Weird Night from Fantasy Star Online Episode 1 and 2. Now, this week has been a little bit weird for me because, as you are well aware, I don't actually play video games. I'm vibrating. Um, yeah, I don't normally play video games, and this week I've probably played more video games this week than I have all year. And some of those I was introduced to were things like Valkyria Chronicles and what was the other one? The other one was Guardian Heroes. Now, I'm not entirely sure what to make of Guardian Heroes because to me it seems a little bit like in a set I don't know if I can say this, but things like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, but on several sort of levels or planes. And um, as SJ, if he's in the chat room, if he's listening tonight, would know, um, games like Street Fighter and random button mashing don't tend to work for me because he managed to beat me at insert coin. I was pressing every button on the arcade cabinet and I still lost. So that's not the way to go. But yes, I was introduced to some of those, and of course, Peggle, but that's not really a Sega RPG. And, um, yeah, so they were good. I'm, I suppose I'm half tempted to get Valkyria Chronicles, because it seems something I could probably work at. But that is, yeah, I think that's a game I could probably do. So I'm going to play you a couple of songs in celebration of those. I haven't actually heard these, so these might not be the, the ones that we that we heard while we were playing them, but I'm going to start off with Brave Parade from Guardian Heroes, and then Decisive Battle from Valkyria Chronicles.
Prevasonic, or to Prevasonic, for introducing that last batch, which was kind of long because I forgot to put my backgrounds in. Whoops. But he decided we should play Brave Parade from Guardian Heroes, then a Decisive Battle from Vicari Chronicles, because we did play Guardian Heroes together. It was, he did quite well. He doesn't think he did well, but he did quite well. I think so. And then he kind of watched me play Valkyrie Chronicles, and maybe I'll get him to play it himself and see if he can kill all my squad members. Yeah, we'll see how many he can kill. Not Vice, though, because I like Vice. And then, after that, um, we played a random jingle from Mystery Dungeon Shiren, is it? I've never actually played music from that, because I don't know the track names, so... Yeah, random jingles for the win. Then we had Conflicting Emotions from Shining Wind. Force to Arms from Shining Force 3, and that brings us back to here. And time is getting on now, so it is time to start our RPG adventure. Just as soon as I get myself organised. Let's get that. Here we go. So, instead of continuing with Chapter 9, we're going to be taking a short break from the main storyline and doing Chapter 8.5. Makes sense, I suppose. So the Sword of Sega RPG Adventure is a short 20 to minute 30 game, although it'll be a bit longer this week, where you can complete tasks, earn experience points and level up. And if you're new to the show or have missed any previous chapters, then you can find out more and catch up on the action on the Sword of Sega blog on the RadioSega.net website. And you don't need to listen in live to take part in the adventure, as new tasks will be posted on the blog and forum the morning after, although it might be the evening after tomorrow. And you can earn experience points for various things, such as requesting music, joining the IRC, and completing our tasks that we have each week. And the person at the end of Chapter 10, with the most experience points, will win a prize. Although I think it might be Chapter 11 now, we'll see how it goes. But now it's time to hit the beach. Find out what's happening first though. So, last week on Sword of Sega, our heroes met the Mega Drive, a general in the Great Console War, whatever that was, and the second in command to the Dreamcast itself. Acting as a spy within the Nintendroids, the Mega Drive teleported our heroes into an abandoned space station where they remained stranded, surrounded by nothing but stardust and space junk. Though our heroes were able to find the sixth Sword of Sega, the Flowing Sword, our group became trapped in the last, as the last two possessed Sega consoles, the Game Gears of War and the Master System approached them. Looking kind of evil, I'd say. To wake both those consoles up, we needed to call upon the Game Gear and Master System games. But our heroes may not be able to use magic here. Plus, the emptiness of space and the comp station itself is causing everything to echo. So, were our brave warriors able to name those tracks above the echoing noise and identify the single role-playing game track as well? So I'm going to reveal those tracks and those games and we'll see which ones you got right. Starting with track number one. Number one was, of course, Sunset Park from Triple Trouble. Here was track number two. Here 
Track number two was Cave or Dungeon, as it's also known as, from the Master System game Fantasy Star. And quite a few people got that right, so that's good. Although that's a spoiler, so ignore that. Oops. Here's track number three. from Streets of Rage, which was available on the Game Gear, and I think it was on the Master System as well. It was available on both. I remember having it on the Game Gear anyway. Yeah, that was the last song from Streets of Rage. Here's track number four. Track number four was from Afterburner, and it was just self-titled Afterburner. Here's the last track, which I think most of you got. Yeah, that was a pretty easy one to be fair. That was Alex Kidd in Miracle World, which is definitely a classic Master System game. So, were our heroes able to beat off the Game Gear and Master System? Or are we about to die horrifically? Find out next in Chapter 8.5. Chapter 8.5, a holiday away, somewhere, yay, holidays. The game Gears of War and Master System edge forward, continuing to chant, kill, kill, kill. Our heroes are being pushed back into the communications room with no escape, the flowing sword is just within reach. But before one of our group could reach out and grab it, the two 8-bit consoles begin to shoot out a series of pixel-shaped bullets. Our heroes have no choice but to quickly defend themselves. Owen oh, was you, the fighter mage, prepares to step forward and shield the other heroes from harm, but to the shock of everyone else, Resident SD, the lusty barmaid, jumps in front and uses her implants, or his implants, to deflect the pixels with ease, calling out the name of Sonic Triple Trouble, Streets of Rage, Afterburner and Alex Kidd in an effort to push the consoles back. Nothing happens, and pixels continue to shoot. Well, we were warned that magic wasn't going to work up here. Resident SD's massive chest cannot keep back the bullets for much longer, and so he, or she, I really don't know, is hit. Our heroes rush to his defense in slow motion whilst KC howls out, No! in slow motion. But the wound is deep and the pixels continue to fly, hitting our other heroes as they struggle to find cover. The situation is looking grim, and blood is pouring out everywhere. With his last breath, Resident SD twists his head towards the flowing sword, sword and calls out the name of Fantasy Star. The sword begins to glow, shining light across the room, but not before the darkness floods in Resident SD's eyes. This is terrible, isn't it? Deep in his subconscious, 
President S.D., the beautiful and rather lusty barmaid, wonders where it all went wrong and imagines what would have been if they had simply given up their quest when the Mega Drive offered to teleport them and had just gone on holiday instead. President SD had not always been a hero, but he has always been a lusty barmaid, and pulling pints as well as flirting with everyone was all that he knew. When the Mega Drive offered our heroes a chance to float higher into the sky in order to save Seagadra, it was Resident SD that convinced our group of adventures to rightly say screw that for a lark, and decide to bugger off down to the beach instead. Someone else could deal with this Nintendoid mess for a change. But where could our heroes go? Our group needs to think of an ideal Sega-related holiday destination to go to, but what? Our heroes have until the end of this music break to come up with their own Sega-themed holiday resort, or to name a location from a Sega game that would be a fantastic place to go on holiday and why. So name your own Sega-based holiday experience which isn't Summer of Sonic, and you'll gain a 50 experience points each and the funniest answer will also gain an extra 50 experience points. So, go and name your own Sega Theme Holiday and we'll be back after this music break.
Auto DJ's been pretty good to us tonight actually. We've had some pretty great music so far, so yay, go Sam! In that little batch of music, we had The Land of Green Row from Light Crusader, then Castle from Shining Force 2, followed by Etsia A from Resonance of Fate, I think that's how you pronounce it, and then Advance and Retreat from Valkyria Chronicles 3. All good stuff! But of course, our heroes had to pick themselves a holiday destination, so exactly what did they choose? So, Resident SD thinks we should go to the Ice Park as it has lovely roller coasters and a nice great view. Can't argue with that, although it's a bit cold for a, a, a beach holiday, don't you think, SD? Just a little bit. Silver Sonic thinks we should head to Apatos. If I'm pronouncing that right, I haven't played that in ages. Because it sounds like a nice place, and I've got to agree with that, it is a nice place. Um, in the same kind of world, Forever Sonic thinks we should go to Eggman Land. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that sounds like a, a great idea. Well, Eggman Land, it sounds promising. But why do you want to go to Eggman Land? Because uh, I haven't actually been there yet, and um, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. It's not, is it? There's no beach there! There's lava and stuff. Well, I suppose lava, it's kind of hot. Lava beach, lava beach. Anyway. Um... Eileen Vanato would like to go to the Aurora Isles from Spiral Nights as floating isles for the win. And I have to agree with that, floating islands are cool. Um, Koba the Best and Girl Gamer Nerd both suggested uh, Dobita. Dobita? Dobita? I'm really crap at pronouncing things. From Shenmue. So that is also a good call. Two of you want that. Sounds like a good, a good trip. More of a touristy thing, really. And then we had Primus55 suggested um, the Twin Seeds Tower. Again, not really a beach, not really a beach. But Sonic Zone Crop did suggest Seaside Hill, which does have plenty of water, water even, for people like Spiral Knights to drown in. Wonder who we could be referencing there. Hmm. I wonder. However. Though many of our heroes came up with great suggestions for a holiday, it was Resident SD's subconscious who knew of the perfect location, Brightondra. Brightondra was a popular seaside resort in Sigurdra and attracted quite a crowd. Of course, ever since the Nintendroids enslaved humanity and set up their own May of Mario convention by the sea, it was quite difficult to stay there. Hotel prices were always quite expensive due to those pesky SNES box partying away, and tickets to the May of Mario convention always disappeared within minutes. But hey, our heroes deserve a break and so to Brightondra they shall go. Our heroes disguise themselves as the various Nintendo robots using scrap metal they found along the way and eventually they arrived by the beach. Thankfully, the Nintendroids around them were too drunk to notice the shoddy-looking fake robots run right past them. Just as well. And so, our heroes located a hidden stretch of shore, stripped down and began their beach party. And when it was you, the fighter mage used his fighting magic abilities to set up the barbecue and grill some chicken. Your gamer nerd and Silver Sonic went swimming in the sea splashing each other away, whilst Iron Eagle Vanato and Draco engaged in a bit of competitive volleyball. Resident SD was obviously in his bikini and helped serve some nice ice-cold drinks that Mtails, the innkeeper, managed to magically create somehow. Much to the delight of KC, the pervert drunk man, 
who was stirring up everyone's bums whilst listening to the radio. I Need Fruit used his ninja abilities to keep sand away from his hair and he did a bit of sunbathing, although not everybody enjoyed the beach. Virus 55 the Raffi had really sticky feathers after trying to apply sun lotion badly. Sonic Zone Crop ended up buried deep within the sand and he may well have died of suffocation. And Rosie Sonic 21 the Sonic the Hedgehog wasn't too keen on being by the sea at all and basically ran away. Even Forever Sonic the Galaxy Warrior was sad as all his chocolate had melted under the sun. And Cobra the Best the Sniper kept shooting down seagulls, much to the annoyance of everyone. But our heroes had come to the beach prepared, each of them carrying an accessory or piece of equipment to help them enjoy their holiday. But what accessory did they have? Our heroes have until after the next music break to come up with an accessory or item related to their character class for a chance to win 50 experience points. For example, Feather Sonic the Galaxy Warrior might have brought a cool box with his chocolate, or I Need Fruit may have some Super Ninja sunglasses because he's just that awesome. And of course, the most interesting item will win an extra 50 experience points. So, good luck coming up with an item to enjoy your holiday with. And we'll see you after this break.
Music, we started off with a really lovely track, the orchestra version of Four Boy Today from Fantasy Star Universe. Then we had Kyrie's Death from Santa Destruction and Master's Theme from Time Stalkers. Pretty nice tracks so far. And back on the beach, our heroes have come prepared with their accessories or items. Silver Sonic, the remixer knight, has brought his laptop for tunage and remixes. Inigo Vanato, the knight of the spiral clockworks, has brought his shiver mister buster, which is a kind of bomb, and it can be used to create a temporary ice rink to skate on. Sounds a bit dangerous having a, an ice rink on the beach. Well, I suppose if you get a bit hot, you can just ride around on that for a bit. Unless your feet get stuck to it, you know. Silver Sonic Cop, the muse, has brought his paintbrush because a vacation is the perfect opportunity to sketch the local sites, along with any water-related tragedies that could befall a certain spiral night. Pyrus55 has decided to use his um, feathers to make a rappy fan, and that he'll use to cool himself with, so that's a good idea. Use your own feathers to make yourself a fan. You know, the feathers that aren't covered in sun motion. Good idea. Rosie Sonic the Hedgehog has brought a large umbrella to keep the sun away, and Joko has come prepared with a crate of rare candy. Definitely approve of the rare candy. Now, the day wore on and soon it was night time. Rytondra was spectacular in the evening. While some Nintendoys enjoyed performances by Crush 40 Humans at the May of Mario convention, our heroes relaxed by the beach and watched pretty fireworks. The colourful rockets shone into the sky, and Resident SD, the lusty barmaid, stared at them as they zoomed past stars, and wondered what had happened if they had skipped their holiday and saved the world instead. The Nintendoids came spinning out of the convention, and in their drunken and rowdy state, they began to burn palm trees and create all kinds of chaos. It was just as well that no humans were nearby. Our heroes hid from the robots behind a giant rock, still dressed in their swimwear whilst their weapons, including the five swords of Sega, lay abandoned in a pile towards the distance and out of reach. The Nintendroids found this pile and in their own lust for destruction, they set fire to the lot. Caffeine as they flew away, our group rushed over only to watch in horror as their equipment as well as the swords of Sega burned to ash before their eyes. Oh no. Now the humans will remain enslaved and will be unable to enjoy their holiday that our heroes have taken themselves. And with the swords of Sega reduced to nothing but mountain lumps, there is no one left to save the world. Sigurdro was doomed forever. Deep in his old, lust-filled heart, Resident SD had learnt a valuable lesson. The kind of lesson that all heroes must learn right before the final battle because that's just how role-playing games work. He realised that he had been too lusty and had lusted after fun instead of performing his duties as a hero. But then a voice echoed within his head and the scene of the melted weapons, fireworks and waves began to blur. The sound of his fellow heroes called his name 
and he wondered if all of this was a figment of his imagination. How could he tell Brightondra apart from another kind of existence? An existence where he was not quite so lusty and maybe a real hero. The music of Sega Seaside Resorts called to him, trying to keep him back in the paradise of warm sun and shimmering oceans, but his friends called out too. Can we help our comrade in arms, Resident SD, and return him to reality so that he may survive his wounds? Or will his subconscious fade away and he'll become another victim in this war against the Nintendroids? Resident SD needs to be saved and he needs help from his fellow heroes to do so. Can you help him identify the Sega role-playing game from these five seaside-based tracks? I shall play five Sega tracks, each based on a seaside theme, and if you can name the role-playing game as well as the track that it's from, then Resident SD will recover and be saved. But if you can name the other tracks and games as well, then you will gain bonus points for those too. And if you're listening into the show live, then do be sure to send me your answers privately in the IRC. So here are those five seaside based tracks, starting with the first one. Number two.
has uh, five Sega related seaside themed tracks. One of them is from a Sega RPG and I think they're all fairly easy to get. If you listened to, Res- um, to Radio Redux last week you would have heard one of them. If you listened into the Hattie Star show you would have heard one of them. Did I just spoil that? Okay. Ignore that. KC will beat that out, wouldn't you KC? Yes you will. <laughs> if you listen to the Shining Force show. Hmm. And also, Resident SD, you can take part. I know that you're almost dead and everything, but you can still take part. Just save yourself. Yes, you can. I've got some answers in already, but I'm going to play them a second time now. So, starting with track number one. Number two. Number five. your answers to me privately via private message in the ILC on Twitter or on the RadioSega.net forums. And to win we need the name of that Sega RPG game which I may have spoilt and the track which I didn't spoil so that works. And you'll also get bonus experience points for naming all five games. And that's it for chapter 8.5 of our Sword of Sega role-playing adventure. 
is of course time to hand out experience points. Now based on the two tasks that we had before, the naming a location and naming an item, I'm going to give experience, 50 experience points to all of you that took part there, and I'm going to give an extra 50 experience points to Iron Eagle Venato for stating Aurora Isles from Spyro Knight, because I think that's, that's quite a good one. And then also 50 extra points to Pyrus55 for his Rappy fan, because I just think that's a brilliant idea. Now I haven't added them on, so I haven't really had time, but um, I could quickly do it. Quick, quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. No, I really can't. I really can't. I'll have to come back to that anyway. Do it next week. Don't worry, the points will get added. I'm not cheating you out of points. So, current um, party stats. It's not really been a massive change. But we've got um, Alaniel, who is a level 1 Dark White Paladin, and winning with you a level 6 Fighter Mage on 1930. Yes, you can all panic now. Kurva the Best on a level 3 Sniper with 520. Girl Gamer Nerd a level 3 Hadoken on 500. Pyrus 55 a level 3 Rafi on 520. So he's leveled up. I need fruit a level 3 Master Ninja Overlord Thief on 617, Forever Sonic a level 2 Galaxy Warrior on 280, Resident SD a level 4 Lusty Barmaid on 1000, exactly. Entails a level 1 Innkeeper, KC a level 2 Pervert Junkman on 140, Little Red 615 a level 2 Adventurer, Silver Sonic a level 4 Remix Knight on 770, Draco a level 3 same White Rock Shooter on 540, Ideal Fanato a level 4 Knight of the Spiral Cutworks on 1110, Sonic Zone Cop a level 2 Muse on 150, Social Gamer a level 1 Retro Defender and Rosie Sonic 21 a level 1 Sonic the Hedgehog with 50. Now I haven't added some experience points there so because I just didn't really get a chance but don't worry, they will be added, and I will post a blog post with the current updated totals, so you know where all your points have been going. So don't worry if those seem a little bit short compared to last week, there are still more to be added. Experience points, for example, for joining the IRC, and for requesting music and stuff, which you still can do this evening, if you want to. So yes, don't worry, your points will go upwards. And a few of you did take part last week and did get extra experience points. I did at least add those ones, I think. So, a winner was you managed to get all of them right, but not only him, um, Resident SD managed to get all five of them right as well, so congratulations to him, and that's why he's now possibly dead. That's how I like to reward our hard-working gamers here. Which probably means that a winner was you do to die soon. Yeah, it's kind of backwards. So, remember to keep on earning experience points, which I will add. So you can win a real world prize at the end of chapter 10, or 11, it's changing, we'll see, 10 probably. And don't worry if you've been listening in on the podcast, as you can still take part by visiting the Radio Sega Not website, .net website, and looking at the Sword of Sega blog posts. Yay! Chapter 9 will be returning as normal next week, and as you can tell, things are getting pretty serious. Can our group of heroes really save Segadra? Just who is the mysterious Wii U? What is the 7th Sword of Sega? And will Resident SD survive? 
Tune in next week to find out. And we don't have long left on the show, so I'll fit in some more requests if anybody has them and see what Auto DJ has to play as well.
that is the end for tonight's show. So, hope you've all had a nice time in Brightondra. And also, GJ's been pretty good to us, actually. We've had quite a lot of interesting music. No duds, really. Not really any duds. So, in that batch, we had um, Julio and Romiette from Sakura Tizen. Then we had a song for Eternal Story from Fancy Star Online, as requested by Resin SD. Then we had Learning from Jayan Minsan. I pronounced that right. From Shenmue 2, then Sky Island's Day Action from Spyro Knights, as requested by our very own Spyro Knights himself, I'm Eagle Ferrato. And we also ended off with Standby from Infinite Space. Now, next week, um, Sword of Sega is going to be playing music from the friends of Sega RPGs. How that works is that I'm going to be playing music from Sega RPG. Well, actually, no. Games, RPG games that were on Sega consoles, but weren't actually published or developed by Sega themselves. Hopefully I'll be able to get away with this. Don't tell Gary. He won't notice, I'm sure. Will I get in trouble for this, Simon? Okay, he says I won't. Okay, it's fine. But yes. So, I'm going to put a list on the blog. Gary might see it, don't tell him. About what kind of games you can request from. And that includes things like Golden Sun, Grandia, Luna, etc. Grandia, of course, was on the Saturn and you had Grandia 2 on Dreamcast, which I actually played last season before I realised it wasn't actually published by Sega. Whoops. And Golden Sun was created by um, Camelot, the same people that did Shining Force. So there's quite a nice, interesting link there. So even though Golden Sun wasn't on the Sega console, there is that link. So it counts. So yes, Friends of Sega games, or Sega consoles, or Sega RPGs, which include things like Golden Sun and Grandia. It'll make sense next week, probably. I'll explain it later when I write a blog post. It is almost like 11 o'clock, you know. So anyway, yes. We'll be playing that kind of music. And then, we've only got a few shows left, actually, until the end of the season, so, ooh, that'll be interesting. So, this Friday, on RadioSega.net Live, we have Turbo Drive Live at 8pm UK time with Turbo. Then we have the Random Hour! Yay! With Forever Sonic, and that should be interesting as well. Then we have Later Live with Resident SD at 11pm UK time, which is the Rock Special, I believe, so that should be very, very good. Definitely listening to that. Then, of course, on Saturday, we've got Gabby with Saturday. Actually, wait! I'm forgetting, aren't I? Tomorrow! Tomorrow Gavi's doing a Saturday Night Sega, or a Thursday Night Sega special, which will be celebrating the release of Sonic 4 Episode 2. I almost forgot that. And I think that's at 9pm UK time. So yes, do listen in for that, unless you don't want spoilers. In which case, don't. But he will be back, of course, on Saturday, Saturday Night Sega at 10pm UK time. Then Radio Redux, of course, on Sunday at 7pm UK time. So, thanks to all of you in the IRC, including Forever Sonic, who's sitting behind me, Resident SD, Underscore Spondy, Viafra, CTR, Draco, Iron Eagle Vanata, or Iron the Mercenary, as he is now, Fast Feet, Go Gamer Nerd, who joined earlier and I didn't actually say hi, so, hello, Pyrus 35, Rabid Noodles, Rax with a Z on the end, Rosie Sonic 21, Shadow Alito Croft 4, who's busy collecting Chaos Emeralds, Silver Sonic, who's on his. Oh, he's mowing apparently. Okay, he's mowing. 
SJ, the Chaos Blue, Trekkie, Voice, Zonic Stone Corp, and those of you who were in before, including Cobra the Best. Um, who else did we have? M20 earlier came in. Hello to you. I'm sure Chaos Blue will say hi for me. Hello. And we also had, did I say one of you? He left earlier. Who else did we have? Cobra the Best, yeah, I've said you. There was others. Snake the Hedgehog. He was in earlier too. He was indeed. So yes, I'm going to say goodbye now. I'm going to play one track just to end us off, and that's going to be Fancy Star Online Episode 1 and 2, well it was Episode 2, the ending theme, which is World With Me, as requested by Resident ST. So I've been a Cammy Faith Chaser. Wow, Chaser. Oh, it's been a weird day today. So, good night from me, and my little friend over here is going to hopefully say good night as well. Night from Good night. See you tomorrow night, maybe, or next week, or Friday. Friday. What's happening on Friday? It's the random hour. Yay, random. So good night from us. 